Hello, hello, Tyler Bryden here. I hope everything's going well. It's an interesting time of the year. If you're a tech founder, uh, you're a startup, uh, YC is uh, opening their winter 2023 batch. And uh, that means that there are a lot of people currently uh, finishing up, uh, submitting, maybe have already submitted applications for this funding cycle. So it takes place January to March 2023 and will be remote uh, with optional in-person components. So we're moving back to uh, a hybrid uh, model for YC. I see, it sounds like still slightly optional, but um, really, uh, you know, a, a shift after many, uh, it seems like many years of, of having of lots of these accelerated programs having to go fully remote because of the pandemic. So. First of all, that's one thing to consider that uh, I think some of the advantages that come through these programs actually are very transparent when there are in-person gatherings. That's where a lot of value creation relationships are created, where you can sense one another more. Um, and a lot of, obviously, the early versions of YC, which some people still consider more of the golden years now that the volume and stuff has been considered, um, the focus was on in-person get-togethers and has created an incredible network um, that has spawned you know, incredible uh, companies from YC, as well as companies that came out of it, um, you know, um, talented people who maybe that company didn't work, but then they went on to do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Um, so overall, that's an exciting uh, piece of this. September 12th um, is the deadline. So it's coming up. It's coming up hot, 8 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time. Uh, always, you know, for us, it was Eastern Standard Time. So give you a, give a little bit more a little bit more life uh, it, uh, it, it's, and it felt like anyways. Uh, and then a couple other notes just quickly here. And these have been pretty general um, through uh, YC's uh, sort of batches as a whole. If For you to be considered a founder, you need to have 10% equity. So if anyone has more than 10% equity on your, uh, you know, on your cap table, now outside of investors who have invested previously, um, then, then that means that they would be considered uh, a founder. And, um, and this is the part that sort of is the requisite for you to attend events and everything there. So um, Y Combinator has moved much more to uh, a rolling basis. Um, so you will know by no November um, 18th if you apply um, by the deadline. And then they've sort of extended this application period where you can apply late. Uh, probably maybe not recommended, but if you have the metrics, if you have the growth, if you have the product, and maybe some of those things became transparent after the deadline, um, that it seems that you're at the right stage, then go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, I think they have empathy for founders, empathy for the fact that we have so much going on in our lives. And if you miss a deadline by a little bit, I don't think that's going to be the deal breaker, especially if you're doing a lot of other things right. So um, there are a couple uh, things that are um, sort of interesting um, to, to me that, that I, I stick out. So interviews, um, and I guess I'll just talk for a second here. Um, we did... Uh, I have applied for Y Combinator several times in the past. Other sometimes we have gotten, uh, you know, good interest. Sometimes we have gotten little interest. Still not exactly sure, you know, what delineates um, those two from my own experience. One thing I will say is that as you go, you know, longer on, and then they start to gather data from applications about sort of your growth rate and users and all of this things, all of this stuff. Then they can start to sort of build this, I think, profile of. You know, what are you prioritizing as a company? What is your growth trajectory? And with that becomes uh, a lot of um, sort of insights and sort of pattern recognition from all the experience they've had in just so many companies applying over the years. And, you know, I remember specifically um, one uh, a batch, and I should know this exact one, but I don't. We were invited to then um, interview, uh, jump down a call, Michael Seibel, uh, Siebel uh, was right, right there. And that was a super interesting experience. We felt that we had... 
um, prepared um, really great. We had done a bunch of uh, mock interviews with Y Combinator alumni who said we were doing a, a good job in that. We had one who I would say gave us the exact opposite is sort of a, but uh, most of them overall had a consensus that you're pretty solid, better than I was when I was accepted into uh, Y Combinator, which was good feedback. We had this very divisive plan uh, as we um, uh, got into that interview where um, you know, basically a quick intro, hit hard with a, a sort of tagline. And then what we wanted to do was then dive into a, a demo of the platform because, you know, generally the understanding is that they like to see that you're already building something, that something's already built, that there's something that customers can use. It shows that you're willing to work and you're making this investment and you're, you know, making progress. And there was this moment where we said, hey, we'd love to show you a demo. And Michael then sort of said, you know, before we do that, I want to ask X. And... I think that's where the moment that I would just recommend is you might have this very rigid sort of strict um, uh, uh, pattern of where you might think this is going to go. And then that can be deviated very quickly. And, and I think this, my idea is this idea of like a pattern interrupt that I think that they're purposely sort of plant, putting on founders to make them deviate from the course that they hope because, uh, you know, as soon as you start sort of after your intro is done, you start to lose uh, a little bit of control as they start to ask questions. And there are some, maybe I'll link it as a resource here. If you get to that stage with the application, um, you know, there are some really good ones of like questions that have been asked and there's like some cue card Y Combinator preparation. And really the goal is to, uh, you know, answer those questions um, succinctly. One of the things that we've got feedback on is just general, I mean, you hear me talking here all the time. It's like generally try to answer questions uh, succinctly and as quickly uh, as possible so that you can get through a number of questions instead of, um, you know, uh, going too deep into depth into a specific question and then not getting to navigate through to other important parts of the business and I think I'll ask you know why question would be like why did you not get accepted into Y Combinator I think a very templated can response came from Michael through email but I still think it was a nice one which was I actually like you personally as founders we think you have made a ton of progress and you're doing something super you know you you two individuals myself and Vatsal seem really hardworking and ambitious and valuable we are struggling with the business model and the product because you're maybe not as reined in on a specific customer segment and we continue to define that but still i think with the application of speech recognition and natural language processing that um uh you know that can create complexity and you start to get inbound inquiries from different kinds of customers so um, i think one of my recommendations would be really closely clearly define who your customer is and have a very simple stated um a reason for why you are uh, why, why you're doing what you're doing, what the mission is and what you actually do, where does the value um, be created? Because we got lost, I think, in the complexity of that in several different use cases um, from the customers that we had at the time, which then created risk, created complexity, and the story that they're then weaving in their head became less clear. I think overall, good experience with that interview. We did a decent job, but not good enough, uh, obviously. And, uh, and then the recommendation is just to continue to apply uh, at that standpoint. So I'm not gonna go too deep uh, into the structure of sort of YC. I think there are, you know, uh, uh, lots of resources on that. And I'm not an expert in that because I haven't done YC. But what I just wanted to uh, sort of pop about, talk about was the actual um, sort of application itself and just highlight and amplify that if you are interested in this deadline um, is coming. And there's one other note that I want to talk about. And I'll jump on in a sec. Um, a couple other things, this all, all will be uh, links uh, uh, in, in resources here, but they're investing um, 500, you know, now a new deal has sort of 
emerged um, 500K. You don't have to take that. You've got a 125 and then there's a 375 on an uncapped safe, meaning you know you can really, uh, depending on that, what that next investment is, that can put you in a pretty good spot and they're sort of continuing to buy their sort of equity um, in the business as you grow and raise more money and, and get more investment and continue to hit you know, hopefully your traction and ideal milestones and everything there. Now, the other part that I wanted to touch on that I thought was super interesting is I had actually shared some videos on this in the past, um, which was, first of all, why Combinator reduces the cohort size to 40% due to economic downturn. And I shared a whole video about this. I'll link this in the profile, just 10 minutes. Um, but uh, I have some resources around there uh, as well, too, and starting to uh, get some comments and really nice engagement from people uh, in that regards. And I think it's a super interesting time because even in this Instagram post, what you can see is they're reviewing 20,000 startups. So put that in your mind is that's a lot of companies. How do they filter out very quickly which ones are good, which ones are not? And I think there is a lot of qualitative analysis that can be done, but not at a huge level of scale like that. And then you've got the quantitative analysis of metrics and revenue and things like that. And especially in a time of downturn, um, you know, what those things are probably being used to filter and focus down on companies and continue to uh, grow. So um, St Stephanie's uh, here, uh, YC's head of admissions. She's reviewing 20,000 startups for the next cohort, even in the middle of the downturn. And then here's what she's looking for. Uh, so there are a couple of sort of example companies um, that then they're sort of using as sort of examples for how you can then do a solid application. This one, you know, it looks like um, 5 million bookings. So there's a metric of adoption and usage and growth. So making sure you can highlight that, that there is uh, attractions. And then this one looks like maybe possibly a little bit more of a moonshot. And moonshots are good. I think that was one of the other reasons why our application or sort of our interview sort of struggled is come from a little bit more of a conservative risk averse background where I don't have access to a bunch of investors. And, you know, generally I come from this sort of this agency service background. It's like if you don't have enough money, uh, guess what? You can't really have a business. And so that's sometimes deviates from uh, the, the norm, especially when we interviewed, which was this frothy market where you are like the expectation is you just continually raise money and you don't have to worry about profitability in the short term because they're, you're optimizing for hyper growth and then um, trying to achieve profitability uh, later. So um, here's uh, a couple other sort of examples, not exactly too sh uh, 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 you know, sure exactly all the points of it, but just a couple um, sort of examples here. I'll, I'll link this post and you know, just any, anything in general. YC is constantly sort of putting out content. They've always done a really good job at that. And you can learn a lot just from following that. I've also linked uh, somewhere Hacker News, which you can see, not, not only can you see content that's being posted on there, this is ran by Y Combinator, um, sort of separately, but still very involved. You can also contribute and be part of it. And I believe there is some uh, belief and love for people who are contributing uh, on Hacker News. So that's another thing to uh, to look at. You've also got the uh, Twitter here. And then the other uh, thing that I thought was sort of funny is, you know, this was their warning letters to founders, their role in startup correction and advice. So this was a little bit of my commentary beyond just the actual note itself, but included um, a link about that. And so with this in mind, that should have some impact, I think, on your um, application. Uh, you can see um, here, I had opened it up just so I could show you what you're actually then dealing with. You've got um, basically a bunch of fields. Uh, my recommendation is put this in a Google Doc um, and uh, do these answers, uh, and then paste them in as you sort of uh, you know finalize the answers, get some feedback, get some people to take a look at it, especially on your team, maybe some outside perspective if, if, if you have it, and maybe even some people who have YC experience who have successfully gone through. 
the other piece, you know, so again, a couple things. Obviously, you should have a website. Just if you're not, then you're in a tough spot, to be honest. Uh, demo. And then you've got personal uh, information. A lot of questions, uh, you know, remain consistent, although there are some slight variations, I think, um, between ver uh, sort of application and application, maybe just depending on the market or they're figuring, hey, if I knew this answer compared to this answer, I would actually have a little bit better of an insight into uh, the company overall. And uh, it would be, um, you know, easier to make these decisions. So I think they, um, you know, make a couple changes. Like, for example, have you received any government grants? That was not a question that I had seen in the past. That's a new question I'm seeing right now, but there are a couple very consistent ones. Who writes code? How, what's, where does the technical work? Very product, very technology focused and something that you should um, you know, consider as you move forward. And of course there's uh, deviations from any rule, um, but uh, those are a couple things that I'm pretty, you know, I've seen pretty consistently based on the companies that actually get into YC and then my own experience sort of applying and then just, you know, talking to people who have again, gone through it or similar programs uh, with uh, sort of the same thesis uh, around here. So uh, the other thing is there's, uh, I can't exactly uh, get to this for some reason um, right now, but there's also a founder profile that you need to sit, uh, fill out. And then if you have other founders on the team, you've got to make sure that you link um, those, have a nice bio, I believe maybe some links to LinkedIn and everything there. You should be taking care of that stuff if you are interested in this journey anyways. And uh, and then you've got some really good answers. I think if you don't have these answers off the top of your head, writing them out consistently and succinct um, is a clarifying exercise and a valuable exercise anyways. Uh, I don't have advice on whether you should be writing in sentences or bullet points, but generally, um, you know, if you can hit high level valuable metrics, milestones, progress, and that is in a, to me, in a bulleted point list that allows for easy scanning and the numbers and the percentages and the revenue sticks out, it seems that that would be an easier uh, read. But then additionally, there are sort of fundamental questions of do you have revenue and if so then you're plugging this in and this is where I believe a little bit more quantitative analysis would come into the actual application itself so um, you know ton of other things that uh, you can go in and take a look obviously competitive analysis is a big one and I think that was a bigger uh, higher level more top level feedback for us as we went through the interview progress or process was like hey again we like you but this is a really competitive market possibly saturated market. We've actually invested in companies who are in this market already. So we have some, you know, understanding of it on a deeper level than what we were seeing from other sort of investors that we were talking to at the time. And, uh, you know, we think that this is gonna be a really tough time. We like you, but we're not sure you're the team uh, that's gonna be able to pull that off. You've shown some proof um, that it is, but the feeling that I got is that we were, you know, a little bit of outsiders from maybe the Sil Silicon Valley, um, you know, not necessarily, you know, from a, a fang or a big five, you know, big company, uh, not located geographically in the same area and, you know, no history of um, other sort of fundraising besides some, you know, non-dilutive capital for other businesses that I've done. So those are a couple other things that I considered if you are, you know, maybe not the Stanford MIT graduate with experience at Meta or whatever, um, then you are relatively possibly at a slight disadvantage, although it seems that Y Combinator is um, you know, somewhat democratized in the way that they invest and they're continuing to try to diversify their investments, although some people would still critique the lack of diversity in that. But um, I think overall, there's a lot of great information that's come out recently about from whether it is the letter to founders, whether it's sort of some articles about how their cohort has decreased from I think 400, yeah, 414 com uh, companies um, to only 250 companies in the in the two, 22 uh, summer cohort, which is down 40%. Um, so it's still huge. 
They used to, you know, struggle with only 30. Um, but you got to think if there's 20,000 uh, going, uh, applying over 20,000, as they say, and then you are, um, you know, you're, you're, and you're trying to, they're weaning that down to say 250 if they keep it consistent. That's a, that's a, that's a small percentage. Let's see if I can pull this up on the spot uh, of what that is. Um, 250 of 20,000 math, 1.25%. So 1.25% acceptance rate. So you have to differentiate. You have to be above the median and the norm, the mean, all those things, uh, and uh, really make sure that you stick out and differentiate where you fit a theme or a trend or something that is valuable within the eyes of Y Combinator. And of course, considering the sort of market downturn we're in, they may even be less risk averse. They need to, may need to be more diligent with the capital that they're spending, although they've had some incredible exits in the last few years. Um, you know, there are people who are giving them money uh, to invest may have different uh, priorities now, and that may affect how you write this application. I would again focus, you can see it right on their website. It's a con constantly been everywhere in Y Combinator. It makes something people want. So show that this is something that people want. Show that it's some something that people need uh, and show that you've worked on it already. You make the investments. You have progress. Um, and uh, if you don't, you better have a pretty wild, awesome, incredible idea that can truly change the world and impact a lot of people and some sort of credibility that you are the right ones to do it. So uh, I've already been going on for 17 minutes. That's too long. Um, but I hope you got some insights in this. I hope I covered uh, a couple things. The train is coming. Uh, and uh, this is my, I guess, my send off here. Um, I appreciate you checking this out. I love doing the videos on Y Combinator. I'm glad to see some traction and some comments and engagement on it. If you like this stuff, I'll continue to publish it. I'm going to be, I think, even maybe examining some of the companies that come through the cohorts to see if I can identify anything there and give some insights along the way. And um, I appreciate anyone who watches these videos who, um, you know, follows the stuff that, that, that we're doing here personally at Speak at uh, Tyler, uh, Brian, and then uh, through the company software at uh, speakia.co. I'll link that. Also, link my website as always. And appreciate you checking this out very much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye bye.